The Closing Time Podcast is back. Sponsored by Rocky Hill Accountants. I'm Joe Aguirre. I'll have a brand new co-host, Sanam Salati, who's my broker, my mentor, and my good friend, and one of the most knowledgeable people in Connecticut in the entire real estate industry. We're going to be talking about the latest goings-on. We'll keep you up to date on the market, and we're going to bring on some really great guests all throughout this season, people in all different fields in the industry, like accountants, home inspectors, mortgage reps, and so much more, just to give you a better understanding of the Connecticut real estate market. We're so excited for a brand new season of the Closing Time Podcast, part of the CMG Podcast Network. It's sponsored by Rocky Hill Accountants. Go see Heidi and Glenn Parchman to file your taxes for bookkeeping, business advice, real estate investments, or whatever your accounting needs are, including cryptocurrency. Just visit RockyHillAccountants.com. We'll see you all season long on the Closing Time Podcast. If the Seattle management isn't giving you their time of day, what makes you think that Jerry Jones is going to listen to you? Most times they're blowing teams out by 10. Come on now. When they're on, they're on. Again, I'm going to need you to write LeBron a letter, send it to him, and say, LeBron, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to hop off your bandwagon. Don't do that. What's going on, basketball fans? We are finally at the end uh, here. The NBA Finals are set to begin tonight between the Bucks and the Suns. Got a big show coming up here today. That's why we got some guests, uh, Riley from Stir the Pot Sports and Chris Pagano joining us today, uh, along with Sean and Zay, as always. Uh, Jace behind the scenes producing. Guys, we got a pretty intriguing series, I think. Uh, if you look back to the Suns in the Bucks last game, it did go to overtime. Uh, I can't quite remember who won, but it was a very good game. Uh, Giannis, I don't know if he is playing. I heard he will be a game-time decision tonight, listed as doubtful to begin the day, but he will try everything in his power to uh, to play tonight. So um, but we'll just start with our basic analysis here, Chris. Uh, if everyone's healthy in this series – How's this series go? I think no matter what, it's going to be a close series. I mean, it's a great matchup. Uh, each team has three formidable stars, and I think it's a great matchup because Drew Holiday matches up really well with Chris Paul, as Chris Paul does with Drew Holiday. Michael Bridges matches up well with Chris Middleton, as Chris Middleton does with uh, Bridges. And I think if Giannis is healthy by game two, I think the Bucks take it in seven. But no matter what, I think it's going to be a really close series. I think I can see one, probably even two games going into overtime. I think it's going to be a very good series. Riley, what about you? Um, so obviously 
we, we're um, unsure about Giannis today. If Giannis doesn't play, do the Suns walk away with this game easily? Yes, but that's just because you're relying on Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday. I'm I look, Chris Middleton's a good player. Okay, if he's your number two, you're in trouble. There's just no way to. There, he's just way too inconsistent. He's he reminds me a lot of Paul George. He'll give you a phenomenal game, and then next thing you know, you got to put an APP out for the guy because he doesn't want to show up. There's a lot of DMPs for the guy. Oh wait, I'm sorry, they weren't DMPs, but he played so horribly. The coach wished they were DMPs, bro. If you look, man. They need Giannis if they even want any hope of winning this series. If Giannis not playing game one, I, I I just I don't see the Bucks winning unless all of a sudden Brooke Lopez wanna all of a sudden for some reason drop 33 again. Do we really believe? Come on now. In a realistic world, do we believe he's really got that in him? Like, like you know what I mean? Like for the for the Suns, they just gotta go out and execute. For the Bucks, there's a lot of stuff they gotta hope for. They have to hope. The stage is too big for Chris Paul in his first finals. You also have to hope it's the same. That's the same case for Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton. There's a lot of hoping for the Suns. You just got to come out and ball out. So if you have to hope that much, you're in trouble. So if Giannis is not winning, I, I, I don't, I don't, unless, unless all of a sudden Devin Booker just doesn't know how to play anymore and the stage is too big and he ends up choking. If a situation like that arises, okay, sure. But as how I'm looking at things right now, it, Double-digit, there's going to be a double-digit win for the Suns. Um, Sean, I'll go to you next. I'll kind of get the opposite end for you. Uh, say if Giannis does not play tonight, do you, if you are the Bucks, do you have faith that Chris Middleton can put together a, an elite performance and, and get you a win here along with, obviously, the the cast of Brooke Lopez, Drew Holiday, and such? But, I mean, Bobby Portis played a big role in their Game 6 win against the Hawks. So, um, you have you, – you, have a lot of faith in Chris Middleton coming in tonight? Uh, no, I, I do not. I agree um, with Riley. I think that, you know, he's just way too inconsistent. You know, he's he had that great performance last series where, uh, you know, he had in the, in the closeout game, he had, you know, 23 points in the third quarter. And then, you know, before that, he had 25 points in the fourth quarter in a game. But it's just every other game with him, I feel like. And he – Especially with a, a defense like the Suns, I think they're a much better defense than the Hawks, um, especially with, with the Hawks having DeAndre Hunter out. Uh, I think that the Suns, they play very good team defense. They have some good wings out there like uh, Mikel Bridges and uh, Cam Johnson who could shut them down. So I just don't think it's going to go very well for them, especially without Giannis. I, I just don't trust in Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday. And they did step up in the closeout game against the Hawks. But uh, I, I just think that the Suns have a much better defense. And uh, like Riley said, the, these two are just very inconsistent. Um, you get some some great performances, and then next game, it, it you know you look at the box score and you're saying, wow, that's I mean, they had a pretty bad game, especially shooting wise. So, and the Bucks, you know, they're one of the better three point shooting teams during the regular season, and in the playoffs, they have not been able to knock down shots. And I think with just like better wing defenders uh, that the Suns have, I think that it's going to be even tougher for them. So, uh, and they're going to have to rely on that, uh, especially with Giannis out, where. You're not going to get as many points in the paint, so I, I don't see it really going well without Giannis. Even with Giannis, I I don't see it playing out well. But I, I think they're going to need Giannis to have any chance in this series. Isaiah, are you riding with Sean on that and uh, Riley that Chris Middleton really is too inconsistent to rely on in this game one? Or are you are you backing him? It's like you picked me last on purpose. <laughs> I'm actually running with the Bucks in game one. I feel like Giannis actually makes them a worse team offensively. I feel like possession-wise, I feel like he has some wasted possessions that he, when he gets the ball, some of those missed layups, some of those travels, some of those trips to the free throw line that comes back empty. 
I think he makes the team worse. Since he hasn't played, you've, I've seen Pat Connaughton. He's starting to look a little better. Middleton, they've all started to look better. You're starting to say names like Brooke Lopez that you haven't said in a while since Giannis has been out. So I think that maybe they're a better team without Giannis. I, I, I've, I've said it to you before. I don't believe Giannis is that good of a player. I believe he still has fundamentally a lot of work he has to get done. And I, I still stand by that. So I'm actually going to take the Bucks to take game one tonight. I think they play enough defense, and I think their offense is actually starting to come alive without um, Giannis on the court. Wow. Um, I, I mean, I, I think um, either way, I agree with you, Isaiah. I think the Bucks will take the game tonight. Uh, but I don't think that has any indication on where the series goes. Uh, I think the, the, the Suns can storm back from an 0-1 and take uh, – I think they can go uh, – I. I have this whole series mapped out in my head. It can go one of two ways, but the way I'm looking at it right now, I think the Bucks will steal a win, and then Giannis will come back. And I don't know, hyperextended left knee, although it's not any ligament damage, I think a bad knee uh, for a superstar, especially someone who relies on you know jumping and scoring the ball so much, like in the paint and dunking it down. I think he'll be a little tender. I think that he could, like Isaiah said, maybe even hurt their offense uh, a little bit in his first couple games back. Um, I think Chris Middleton will have a good game mixed in there somewhere. Who knows if it'll be tonight, if it'll be game two, if it'll be game three. There's just a lot of question marks behind uh, the Bucks team. And like Riley said, I believe the Suns just have to come out and do their thing. I mean, they're riding hot. I think they've lost two games since the Lakers series. Um, mm-hmm. and been, yeah, I think two games in the Lakers series. Uh yeah, uh, Suns gotta win both games in Phoenix. Yeah, I mean that's a, that's important. Protecting home court is the most important thing. So obviously, game one and two are in Phoenix. So of the most upward importance for the uh, the uh, Suns to win here on their home court. Uh, another question I have here for you guys. I'm gonna start with you, Sean. Um, I saw this circulating uh, social media earlier. It's who's gonna dominate in their Robin role. We've talked a lot about. Chris Middleton, but obviously there's Drew Holiday and Brooke Lopez for the Bucks. You have guys like DeAndre Ayton, Macau Bridges, and Jay Crowder for the Phoenix Suns. Uh, who do you think, outside of the superstars in this series, are the most important players for either team? Yeah, I mentioned his name before, but I, I think uh, Mikel Bridges is going to be, you know, really huge in the series. I think that, you know, just what he brings, uh, not just offensively, but defensively, you know, as a wing defender, I think he's, you know, very underrated out there. And then, you know, he could he could shoot the three-point shot. Uh, he's, he's a great cutter to the basket, and Chris Paul always finds those guys. So I feel like, you know, if there's one guy that's not a star in the series that's going to have a huge role, I think it's him. And then I, I think, you know, for the Suns bench, I think campaign too. He's he's really come out of nowhere this year, especially in the playoffs. Uh, when Chris Paul went down, you know, he's ha- he's had some really great performances. So I think, you know, I think he continues that because he's a really good offensive player. Uh, he can get to the cup. He can He's a great three-point shooter. He's got a mid-range. So I think, you know, Mikel Bridges for the starting lineup, I, I think campaign coming off the bench is uh, really, I think they're going to get a lot of offensive firepower, especially if they, you know, try to double Chris Paul or Devin Booker. I, I think those guys are going to have to step up. And I think they will because they've shown it uh, all postseason that they can. Uh, Chris, what about you, man? Who do you think can be a non-superstar X factor in this series? So in this series, I got two guys, and the first one is going to be Bryn Forbes. I think, as you said, Lucas, the fact that the Bucks haven't been able to knock down a lot of threes like at as high of a clip as they were in the regular season, um, he's the best three-point shooter on their team. And although he doesn't shoot from a crazy volume because he doesn't play as much as a Chris Middleton or a Drew Holiday, 
he needs to come in and score the ball like he did in the opening series. And I think if he's able to knock down his shots, he can get hot. And when he's hot, there's no stopping him. I mean, this is a guy who can go come in, play 25 minutes, put up 12 shots, 10 of them are threes, and he can make six or seven of them. And if he's doing that, I mean, it's not going to be every night, but if he can do that for a couple games, it's going to be hard to stop the Bucks. And my next guy is, in my eyes, he's a star, borderline superstar, is Drew Holiday. And he's one of the best two-way players in the game. And I think everyone's talking about how Chris Middleton needs to step up and it's all on Chris Middleton to put up 30 points in a game. I think people forget that Drew Holiday, once he came back from COVID, he was averaging like 25 and eight assists. I mean, this is a guy who can play. This dude can come out. His biggest responsibility is going to be slowing down whoever he's guarding between Chris Paul and Devin Booker, which I think he can do. I don't think there's any stopping any of those guys, just like there isn't stopping uh, a Giannis if he's fully healthy. But if he can slow them down enough for everyone else to be able to contribute around him, I think the Bucks have it in the bag. And if he can come out and score at a higher clip, at a clip he wasn't really able to consistently, like against the Hawks or against the Nets, I think the Suns are in trouble. And it sucks because I think it's CP3's only true shot of getting a title. But if Drew Holiday and Bryn Forbes are able to knock down shots and they're able to defend the wings, I think I think the Bucks are going to take this. They're they're the two biggest X factors in this series for me. Isaiah, what about you? You got anyone on your radar, not superstar wise? Uh, not superstar wise. Got to be my guy Pat Connaughton from Notre Dame. Obviously, the Notre Dame guys. You know, I'm rooting for him. But uh, I think if he could be effective from three point range, I think he can lighten up the load on Middleton, Andrew Holiday. Not having any Giannis, I think that can help him. That can help those two out. You know taking off some of the pressure because I think a lot of the inconsistency comes from a pressure standpoint. And I feel like if the pressure is not there, it'll be able to score a little better. So if he can come out there and be efficient, I think that can work. But I mean, I would say Drake, Jay Crowder, but to me, I don't want to throw him in a non-superstar situation because this man is, you know, this is back-to-back finals for him. So I don't want to kind of disrespect him anyway. So I'm probably just going to leave it at Pat Connington for now. Riley, you got anyone on your radar, man? I mean, you guys already took all the good ones, so I, I, I'm going to have to reach over here. Um, one person I'm going to say is Jay Crowder uh, for the Suns. He's, like you guys said, with Mikel Bridges, he's a nice 3 and D guy. They have another one in Jay Crowder. Now, the thing is, Jay Crowder is probably going to play at the bare minimum 30 minutes. And the only way he's playing 30 minutes is if all of a sudden he gets tired and he needs to be subbed out. If he doesn't need to be subbed out, he's going to be playing, like, closer to 35 minutes. With those 35 minutes, yeah. Defense matters, but you also need to give me something, especially considering that they like to run plays for him so he can get that wide-open corner three. If he shoots one for eight, they're going to be in trouble because, again, now you're going to start forcing other guys to try to step up. And, look, I know, Sean, you said about Cameron Payton. Look, bro, I hate the kid. I I hope he stubs his toe. I hope he misses the flight. I do not like him. And all, all this, oh, my God, he's so great. Only thing he's great at is just standing there and clapping. That's it. I don't even want to bring his name up. Ooh, I don't like I him. think you're sleeping. Hey, y'all say I'll I'll be be in stuff. <laughs> I don't like him at all. But wow. Jay Crowder for them definitely has to be it. He's got to be it. Because not only is he going to be in the starting lineup, not only is he going to get a lot of touches, if you end up like, to Zay's point, if you're coming up with empty possessions, you're not putting yourself in a hole. So especially that he's, they're going to give him a lot of touches, he's got to convert. And another guy, Jeff T. If Giannis is out, this guy is going to need to do something because, look, when a lot of the times when they lose, 
it's because, okay, sure, let's say it's because of Chris Middleton, right? Everyone kind of needs, needs to deserve a play. Because you got Jeff Teague over here bringing the ball up, throwing it, and then waiting by half court and looking at a coach. He goes, coach, can I sub out now? Like, no, bro. You're supposed to be a baller. I was told you're a point guard. That's what I was told. You could have fooled me different. Only thing the guy does is point every time he blows his defensive assignment. Only thing the guy does is point for someone else to shoot because for some unknown reason, it's almost like his arms is broken. We're talking about Ben Simmons. This guy's worse. This guy's way worse because it's, it's wild. To me. I've never seen a guy be so. I don't know Nick. about worse than Ben Nick. Simmons. Nick. I don't, I don't know about worse than Ben Simmons. The shooting? difference is Ben Simmons can't shoot. That's the difference. So at least he's got somewhat of an excuse. Jeff Teague has a shot in him, but it's almost right. as if the state, like for some reason, when he gets up steps on the court and he goes, you know what? I'm gonna be like my Atlanta Hawks days. Yeah, you're right. The most overrated one seed that ended up getting smacked. Like, I don't want to hear it. Like, this dude needs to definitely step up, especially considering if this Bucks team, game one, one win, it's going to have to be a win by committee. And I'm talking about everybody needs to pitch in. There's going to be no – like, look, like I said, I don't trust Chris Middleton like that. None, no one's going to have this superstar performance game one if they want to win. It's going to have to come by a committee. Everyone's going to have to step up. Like you said, Zay, Pat is going to have to step up too. Well, I'm not going to say step up, but he needs to stay up there because he has been playing well these playoffs. I definitely do like him. But look, man. Jeff Teague, I hate the guy. I hate him too. It's ridiculous, bro. They got to win by committee, and if he don't have it in him, it's, it's going to be tough for the Bucks. Um, how much of an opportunity is Jeff Teague going to even be able to have, though? I mean, the dude maybe but, plays 10 minutes a game. Well, maybe. with Giannis out, they're probably going to give him more. They're going to have to. Because think about it. Listen, if Chris Middleton goes down, because look, Mike, Mike Budenholzer is a horrible coach. We can all agree on that, right? Is, 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 that, a, is that a consensus that we all can agree with? Like, or a regular I wouldn't season. say horrible. I mean, yeah, I don't think the grass is green on the other side. He could be Doc Rivers. I mean, so. Uh, but Doc would, is better. You could be Steve Nash. I'm just. Kerr. I mean, I'm just throwing names out there that are worse coaches. But, I mean, yeah, continue. But, no, but, but he, listen, bro. If you're comparing garbage to poop, it don't matter. They still stink, right? <laughs> they both still stink. I agree. like the analogy. So, look, all I'm saying, man, Mike Budenhoser is not that good a coach. So when when you're in a situation, for instance, how many times have we seen Chris Milton have a horrible night? Do you know the easiest fix to that? You want to know what the easiest fix is? Okay. Drew, Chris, switch. Now, Chris, you're going to focus on defense. Let's let Drew Holiday run it up. I'm not even a coach. I'm not a coach. And I'm out here telling that. And for some reason, he can't do it. So if you have a coach that I don't want to say he's bad, but it's horrible, the players themselves are going to have to take some type of initiative, which is why I'm saying I have to throw Jeff Teague out there, too. I mean, granted, he wasn't the first name. Let's just call it what it is. You guys stole all the good choices from me, so now I'm reaching. But when it comes to a situation where your coach won't make make good defensive or offensive adjustments on the fly, it's going to have to come up, especially the veterans, they're going to have to try to take it in their own hands and try to make something happen. So that's just me. They get the ball the coach. Yeah, you guys all made some great points there. A lot of these guys, like you said, Riley, the, the Bucks are going to win without their superstar. It's going to be win by committee, and nearly everyone's going to have to um, going to have to pitch in here. Uh, another question I had for you guys, and I'll start with you, um, Isaiah, on this one: uh, Can Chris Paul step up? Someone mentioned earlier, uh, you know, he's never been to this stage. Will his first finals kind of give him the the, the freaks? Uh, we've seen superstars go to the finals, and you know, kind of shell out before uh chris paul this is his first time he's played phenomenal throughout these entire playoffs does he continue it in the finals or do you see him kind of um regressing a little bit 
I've been telling y'all all playoffs. I've been waiting for Chris Paul to cash in on the Chris Paul karma train. And you know how that goes where he gets so close and he always lets you down. And I feel it coming. I, maybe it's the calm before the comments he made about LeBron complaining about the injuries and in the shortened season. Maybe that'll catch back up to him right now. But what it comes down to is I actually think Chris Paul will get it done. And I think he has to get Ooh. it done. I think if he doesn't get it done, he won't get another opportunity. I think next year you run into a, a stack West that's going to be reloaded and healthy and East that's going to be reloaded and healthy. We're probably one of the best teams we're probably going to see it for a very long time in the Brooklyn Nets. When they're completely healthy, that team is going to be a, something to deal with next year. So I think they have to get the job done this time, and I think Chris Paul will actually get the job done this time for the first time in a while. I'm actually running with the Suns on this one, guys. Sean, what about you? I'm shocked. They had something nice to say about Chris Paul. But, uh, yeah, I think Chris Paul will get it done. I think that uh, he, he's – been tremendous this playoff series i mean once when he's had to be the playmaker he's done that when he has to take over when devin booker's not having a great shooting night he's done that uh we saw it in the closeout game against the clippers you know scoring 31 in the second half so he he knows his role and he plays good defensively so he knows his role i mean he's just obviously one of the greatest point guards of all time uh i mean he's he's very smart with the ball he doesn't turn the ball over a lot he you know he gets what? great touches for his guy huh he's what one of he's the best of all time, I oh, all right. We, we can get to that. We can get to that after. All right, whatever. Uh, but I mean, he gets great touches for his guys. He, I mean, DeAndre and he's boosted his value uh, just in this playoffs alone. Uh, so I think that you know he he knows what he needs to do, and I think that this is the the time in his 16th year that he finally gets it done, and uh, they get they get the NBA Finals win. Um. Riley, what about you? Do you think Chris Paul uh, continues his hot streak and, and stays hot? I mean, he dropped 41 points in uh, game six against L.A., so you think he comes in with a similar passion and heat? Oh, I, de I definitely do. I mean, we're talking about Chris Paul, a top five-point guard. Zay, don't, don't just, just – I agree. Not, not of all time. Not even – all oh, time, tomorrow time, on. yesterday time, never time. Don't matter what time he put him. Come on, come top on, five. come on. Top five. Especially if he doesn't get it done this time, he can't be considered in that conversation. I'm, you got too I'm many. Say this right now: there's out of ring. Chris Paul is a guard. top five point guard. No, and with the ring, I will vote him up to top three. Not even. Oh, not, I think that's. But Sean, Sean, I'll be by myself then. Jeez, <laughs> I I agree. He's top five. Top five. Top five. Is he even top five in the league right now? Is he top five in the league currently? His impact, yes. No, 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 I'm not talking about impact. Is he top five Don't in the league okay, right okay. now? But you I'm can't not talking about impact. I'm not talking about what he brings to the team. I'm not talking about how he brought this team to the playoffs. I'm He's talking about currently. Glad. Is he top five? If you I, had the Lord Christian, Christian right now, would, would you do it? That's what I'm asking. Right That's what, what I'm about to do, right? That's what you guys ever see the road runner when there's like a hole and you put leaf over it and then a guy runs over and he falls down, right? Okay. LeBron, he had a very poor year last year statistically. Is that not to say he's now out of the top five all time? Because he's not the best now? Bro, he played actually pretty well. Actually played pretty well. OKC made OKC actually but if, relevant. But they were actually relevant because of him. Because of Chris Paul. Do I think he's top five all time? Yes, no, he is. Not, yes, he's he not is. even close. Do you realize yes, we're talking about all time? It's not even close. You Thank gotta you. understand the greats that have five. come before him. Come, are you? Are you top serious? Five. So let me ask you a question. Just throwing a, a random, just random point guard out there. If you had to pick between Chauncey Billups, Chris Paul, Chris Paul, Chris Paul. Thank you. Not even close. Jesus, not even close. 
Y'all are picking Chris Paul over Mr. Big Shot. Y'all taking Mr. Big Choke over Mr. Big Shot. Big Choke? Are you kidding yes. me? Chris Paul is 100% choking. every single day of the week. The only reason he has not made the finals is because of injury. Stop acting like it was because he's Because of injury. Because of injury. It was injury. Yeah, Either he they're got up three two uh, on the Warriors what about before Lola? he uh, got hurt what about in Clippers? He lost to a better team. No, he choked. He choked with the Clippers, but that's not just on him. What? Yeah, hundred percent. They didn't even make it to the Western bro. Conference Finals. I'll give you the Rockets. Rock he got hurt. I'll give you the Rockets. Rock rock he got hurt. But the, he choked with the Clippers. He choked with the Clippers. He did. He definitely did. It wasn't just him. Okay, it was fine, 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 fine. Fine. Everybody choked. And LeBron choked back. Anything Miami with Dallas, so he's not top five then. And guess what? That's the argument you're making. If he loses this, he'll remember for choking this. So again, you'll take the big choke over the Mr. Big Shot. I, I, it's cool. It's fine. And Mr. Big Shot was so late he could not lead his team to the finals, and they had to win by committee. Yo, Robert Horry had some big shots in his careers. He Robert up there on the list. Oh of top my small god, players. the guy who rode his way to so many championships. Man. No, 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 you he, can't say he, that. How many clutch shots did he have though? Okay, okay. all right. Because when they needed a, hey, hey, let me let's right. get back on track. Because Zay, you're all gonna right. kill me. You're gonna kill me. I want to live to see tomorrow. He's not top five all time. I'm sorry, he's not all time. No, you're right. He's not top five. He's top three. There we go. We can agree to disagree. So, how can Chris Paul? Magic Johnson is rolling. Great. He's not even dead yet. He's rolling his sports career. That's fine. That's fine. He 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 could keep rolling. Guess what? Chris Paul is also rolling right by him all time. Anyway, Chris Paul is gonna be able to handle it. And the reason I'm saying he can handle the pressure is simple. He's not gonna try to do too much. If you need him to get a bucket. Okay, I'll do the thing. And if you don't need me to get the bucket and just run the play, boom, I'll do that. Chris Paul does what needs to be done. Period. That's it. Look, Zay, you can hate him, you can love him. The Bro, fact it, remains, whatever the guy, the guy needs, uh, whatever needs to be done, he'll handle it. If if it starts getting sticky and and every play they're running doesn't work, guess what he'll do? Dish it to Devin Booker and he stays out the way, and he'll let Devin Booker do his thing for a little bit. And then what? Then when things need to start going back to a play, he'll get the ball. And he'll he'll handle the play. So I don't think he'll he'll it'll really bother him that much because Chris Paul is not really a dude for the most part who tries to do too much. He doesn't really uh, for the most part he doesn't really try to do too much. He's like if it's if my name is called and you need me to drop forty, okay. If my name is called, you need twenty five assists, okay. If my name is called and you need defense, okay. That's kind of what Chris Paul has been. Zay, don't do that, man. If, no, but if he's this reliable, why hasn't he won a championship? If he could just do this whenever he wants Zay. to. Okay, Why Zay, hasn't he won a championship? It's so not like he's been a lack of talent. Right, he's been on talented teams. He's going to hit me. Luke, he's going to hit me, and I'm scared. <laughs> Zay, hear me out. Let me ask you a question, right? Are you telling me the sole reason he didn't make the finals was because he choked? Is that, your, yes. is that what you're telling me? Yes. Yes. Okay. So by your logic, yes. by your logic, then the reason Carl Malone never won a ring is because he choked. John Stockton never won a ring because he choked. No, sometimes. No, 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 no. Let me finish. You're you're comparing two different situations. You got to understand. I'm not. I'm not comparing him to a a situation where it's like a Demar Derozan, where the fact is he hasn't won the finals because LeBron James was in his way. You got to understand. There were certain players in their way, like Michael Jordan back then, that were literally in their way of winning championships. Chris Paul has had opportunities. Where yeah. he could have not been technically hold on, had better teams, but it okay. So, so just because you go up against a better team, that means you, the individual player, is bad. So, by your logic, LeBron James is garbage because in the first finals, when he played against uh, when he no. played against the Spurs, no. he's garbage because he lost to them. That's no, the LeBron James is great because he took a couple of guys from the park to the finals. That's why he's great. He took a couple of guys from the park. That's why he's great. He didn't have a great spot. You, you can't tell me point one remains, person on that team like that'll be a Hall of Famer between. Very Anderson Varadale, the Junis Ilgowskis. You can name anybody on that Blake team. Griffin, they will not be a you don't Hall think Larry Hughes is a Hall of Famer? 
Who? I'm kidding. Who? Larry Hughes. You think Eric Snows? <laughs> you think Eric Snows a Hall of Fame? That's what he had there. You're a point guard. You think it that doesn't he, it doesn't matter because you're acting like every single year that Chris Paul didn't make it was because he choked. If you want to see he a had, coach fight, he, had, I won't he was set up all good teams. But, it wasn't like he was giving teams slot played. teams. Even on New Orleans, he had a pretty good squad in New Orleans. No. It was pretty good, but not great. You're not no. going to win a championship with a pretty good team. And if you say, yeah, you're bugging, brother. Come on. You're bugging, big homie. All, right. All he had was David West. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, cool. You guys got it. I'm That's done arguing. Not that guy in New Orleans. Knock it off. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm not arguing with you guys. You got it. I'm not. I'm done. If Chris Paul is top five all the time, he's better than. He's better, than, he's better than Magic Johnson. I don't even know why. I don't no, know no, why. Magic Johnson's no, he's not. No, matter of fact, he gets away. He's top three all the time. He's better than Steph Curry. Hundred percent. Better than Magic Johnson. Hundred percent. He's not better than Steph. No, 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 no. If, if we're gonna do that, here's what's gonna happen. Ready? Would you? If, if you're wondering, would you take Steph Curry really over Chris Paul? Would you honestly? Me? Yes. Don't, don't do that. You're bucking up the wrong tree, brother. Yes. You're bucking up the wrong tree. Would you? CP3, baby. Would you? You're bucking up the wrong tree. You're bucking up the wrong tree with me. You're the greatest the professional sniper in NBA history. And guess you what? And, get, and I'm glad you said that because guess what? There's another percent for a professional sniper aiming at this kid's knees because he can never stay healthy. So guess what? I would rather and have Chris Paul can. And Chris Paul can. I don't care. I, don't I was care. with you for a while there, Ryan. You yeah, lost yeah, me. Nah, nah, nah. I'm, listen, I'm Sean, done. I'll be by myself. I'll be in my corner. I'm living my best life. Well, you guys are over there in a canoe. I, Steph is probably my least favorite player in the league, but saying that Chris Paul had a better career than him is whoa, that's whoa, whoa, a little outrageous. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, didn't Hold on, I didn't say better career. What, what are you saying then? He's a better what player? I would take. He asked me who I would take. I actually would take Steph Curry all day. You wouldn't do that. You wouldn't do that. If we started, two game, if we started 2K franchise right now, and you had to pick between Chris Paul and Steph Curry, you're taking Steph Curry every every time. I'm, I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. I'm telling you this right now. I play with my boys 2K, and I never took Steph Curry. You can ask him. Ask him. Ask him. But if it came down to those two, you taking him. No. No. I'm not saying, hold on, let me, let me, just let me. Right, Zay, I'm with you, man. But hold on. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I can't believe this. <laughs> I'm explaining. My reason for it is Steph is sure he's the greatest shooter of all time, right? But now if you take that away from it, CP3 has better passing, better. And if you're instant, if what I'm saying is controversial, then basketball is just must be way, like, way above me at this point, bro. But it, other than shooting. You gonna say better dribbling too, better right? than Chris Paul? You gonna say better dribbling? Didn't, didn't Steph make Chris Paul touch the floor? And and, and guess yeah. what? Was, why you gonna say better dribbling? Right? Andrew broke his foot. No Chris Paul slander up in here. He stepped on his foot. No slander. Don't do that. It was nah, the same thing with Stan dropped Jeff Green. He stepped on the foot. He and I will live by that. I will die by it. I don't care if it's true or not. That's the excuse I'm giving myself. But look, fine. If you want to say dribble, fine. Let's give Steph two things. Who's got better defense? Be realistic. Who's got better defense? Chris Paul. But you hold up, hold on, hold on. I'm explaining to you why I would pick him. Who who can orchestrate an offense better? Steph Curry. You're smoking. Uh, Whatever you need, hit him. Pat throw that over here. Talk about the man can pull up from three quarters court. And and you're anybody shooting. Yeah. shooting. And I will agree with you. He's a better shooter. You can shoot from the other team's shooter. bench. How can you orchestrate an offense better than that? Just. just I can't because when he misses it, it's a long rebound, and he will not go and defend. That's the point you're missing. It's rarely a long rebound. It's okay, rarely so, a long okay, rebound. Okay. This is the so, point so we're trying to get across. 
Streaming everywhere. All right. Now that we're all back and um, ready to ready to go, 
I, I will say, Chris, you did just um, just message on the on the chat here that you wanted to continue the conversation in a little bit of a way. I the question started with me asking Riley if he thought Chris Paul could carry his hotness into the finals. Uh, Chris, do you think Chris Paul is gonna uh, stay hot and uh, lead this Suns team in the series? Since that, thank you for asking me this question. Uh, so one thing I really wanted to touch on is, with the exception of Jay Crowder, I think every single person that's going to touch the floor in this series, it's going to be their first finals. So I think there's a lot of people that are putting a little bit too much pressure on Chris Paul, just because of the fact that it's his first finals. When in reality, it's everyone's. And in all honesty, Chris Paul isn't going to be the best player on the court. So with that, because there's so much inexperience that's going to be on the court, Chris Paul has the most time played in the playoffs amongst any other person that's going to touch the floor. So at the end of the day, he's going to be the most experienced and the most ready for this kind of situation with the exception of Jay Crowder, but even Jay Crowder, he's been to the finals once and he's, he's a really solid role player. You know what I mean? But he's never had to carry that load of putting up 20 shots a game. He's never had to carry the load of being one of the best players on the court. He's a three and D guy and he's solid, but he's not that guy. You know what I mean? So I think Chris Paul is in a better position than most at this point. And I think he's going to do whatever he has to do to get the job done. Do I think they're going to get the job done? I don't. I think it's contingent on Giannis being able to be healthy or not. But I think Chris Paul is in a great situation. It would have been different if he was going up against the Nets. And I think that he's going to do just fine. He's going to do his job. I don't think he's going to choke. I really don't. I just don't see it in him because he doesn't. He doesn't need to be effective by putting up 15 to 20 shots. He can be effective by scoring even 10 points, getting 10 to 15 assists, playing really good defense, and get making other people around him play better, which I think is what he's best at. Because you got a guy like Devin Booker who can go off for 40. I wouldn't put it past him doing it twice in this series. you got a guy with DeAndre Ayton who can go up and give you 30. you got a guy with Michael Bridges – if he's making his shots, he can give you 30. I don't think it's extremely likely, but he can do it. So I don't think there's going to be this overwhelming amount around amount of pressure on Chris Paul, like the stigma is making it seem like. I think everyone's in the same boat here. Everyone's new to this. Yeah, um, I, I agree. I think Chris Paul will carry his hot streak into these finals. Uh, like you said, Chris, he doesn't have to be the phenomenal scorer he was in that game six against the Clippers. He can he can make his impact with with tenacious defense, uh, ten to fifteen points and ten to fifteen assists. I mean, Devin, like you said, Devin Booker is that man when it comes to scoring. Um, I wanted to talk about quick uh, the uh, the Finals MVP aspect of this series. Uh, obviously, you got guys like CP3, Devin Booker, Giannis, and Chris Middleton, but we've seen guys like uh, Andre Iguodala win the award before. So. Um, <laughs> Sean, I'll start with you. Uh, you going uh, mainstream here for a Finals MVP? You think it'll be you know uh, run of the mill, or do you think one of the one of a um, an Iguodala type guy like a Jay Crowder could get Finals MVP? Uh, yeah, it's gonna be campaign. No, nah, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> I, I think that uh, I think it's gonna be Devin Booker. I, I'm sticking mainstream. I just think that you know, in his first playoff appearance for a guy that's so young, he just doesn't look phased by the moment at all. And he had a couple rough games against the Clippers, but I mean, I just think that. 
his ability, you know, to overcome adversity. I, I think that, you know, he's he looks like a seasoned veteran out there. And, you know, while we've had a lot of talk about Chris Paul and I think that his impact on the team is, you know, obviously tremendous. They went from a non-playoff team to the finals in one year. I think that Devin Booker is still the best player on that team. And I think that I think he's going to get a whole lot of buckets in this series. I, I think that he's going to be ready for this NBA finals. So I think that I think the Suns are going to win the series. And I, I think that Devin Booker is going to take home uh, the finals MVP in his first playoffs. And, you know, start start a run of uh, a lot of great playoff performances, uh, starting with this first one. What about you, Isaiah? Yeah, and I actually agree with Sean on this one. I do believe it's going to be Devin Booker, but I could see it going to CP3 just for a sentimental type of situation. You know, he finally made it, you know, to the mountaintop and, you know, he's gotten to the highest point of his career. So I could see it going down that way. And like they said before, CP3 doesn't have to do a lot to be effective in this series. And that effectiveness could be enough to get him the MVP. So I could see it going that way. And like I said, I'm hoping the Suns win. I'm rooting for the Suns. Monty Williams, y'all know he's team Nick, so, you know, I got to go with them. So, you know, for the Suns, and hopefully they get it done in – hopefully they get it done in four. I'm ready to get to the offseason. Start talking about my Knicks again. Oh, boy. Uh, Chris, what about you? you? Who you got for finals MVP in this series? So, I think it's going to be really – again, every – I feel like a lot of things in this series are contingent on Giannis's health because if he's healthy, he's going to be the best player on the court. And if he's healthy – the Bucks, in my eyes, are the favorites to win. Um, but for the Suns, if the Suns are able to win it, you got to go with Booker. You know, I mean, he's going to be the guy who's going to score the most points. The whole offense is going to be orchestrated around him, and it's going to be very focused on how well he does. And I think he's going to perform. Like Sean said, he doesn't crack under pressure. He hasn't yet. And the bad games he had against the Clippers, he broke his nose. I mean, and he's being guarded against – by Paul George, who is a well above average defender. I mean, he was a defensive player of the year candidate, not even two or three years ago. So I think Devin Booker for the Sun, if the Suns win it, I'm going with Booker. If the Bucks win it, I honestly think if, if Giannis is healthy for the whole series and he plays like a healthy Giannis, I think it's going to be hard to not give it to him because he's a 30 and 10 guy every night. But if he's not healthy and the Bucks are still able to win, which I think is possible, I'm going to have to go with Drew Holiday. A lot of people are going to think Chris Middleton, but Drew Holiday, I think, is a more important piece to their team right now because of the wing power that the Suns have. And if Drew Holiday is able to hold Devin Booker and Chris Paul, whoever he's guarding, whoever Budenholzer decides to have him guard for the majority of the time, which I think will end up being um, Devin Booker because the Bucks have undersized shooting guards with the exception of Connington, I think – if Drew Holiday is able to hold Devin Booker to under 25 points in the majority of the games in this series and then put up a 25-8 and eight himself throughout the series, which I definitely think he's capable of doing, it's going to be hard to not give him the trophy because defense is an underrated part of the game in today's NBA. And I think when you saw Iguodala, which I know it's controversial, I wouldn't have given him the finals MVP. But it was definitely deserving for him to be – recognized and he was deserving to be in the conversation chill out Zeth. in the conversation I'm not, saying he was I'm, not saying, I'm not saying he was supposed to get it but he was deserving <laughs> of being in the conversation then the then the, the candidates were real low they were down real bad because lebron he, slapped him like a wet napkin from a little kid's birthday party he was destroying him if he any other person on their team five. if any other person on their team would have been guarding him it would have been 55 
And Iguodala, and Iguodala <laughs> wasn't the only Iguodala wasn't the only person guarding LeBron. He was doing a lot more than just guarding LeBron. Yeah, and he did it. He, he did you know this. That sounds like that sounds like you're happy that you got a 60 instead of a 55 on a test because you know a 60 looks a little better. Like no, that, that, hey, that yo, justify hey, yo, 60s passing, 55 is failing. No, at no, the end of the day, it's not passing. 65 is passing. <laughs> 60s pass. I don't know what school you go to, but 60s passing. We had a very high standard, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we weren't yeah. giving MVP awards to people who allow in 45. Regardless, let, let, regardless of the whole Andre Iguodala debate, I think it's going to go to Drew Holiday if the Bucks are able to clutch it out and if Giannis isn't completely healthy. Because unlike Iguodala, Drew Holiday can actually get buckets and he can facilitate an offense. You're right. And just let me say it one more time. I don't think Iguodala should have gotten finals MVP that year. I'm not Max Kellerman. I don't, I don't think he should have gotten the award. But I do think it was – justified for him to be in the conversation that's all i'm saying i don't know what conversation you have but right did i ask you for your mvp yet yeah no, you just sure. said you take chris paul over steph curry i don't know what conversation and my and, and, and that, that take does not sound as wild as the take you just made zay you gotta agree with me there yes, bro at least a little a little bit of sense come on you got you knew back because you got to agree with me. That's it why both, you make that face. Because you it know, said, slightly over I the said conversation. You just that said was you wild. Over that, two that, times that was a little wild. A little wild. 45 right. average. All right, so can I just all right? So that's <laughs> the finals. That'd be the finals MVP. I just want to say that the like, Steph didn't get it. So that's how I know CP3 is better. You feel me? Because if CP3 was on that team, uh, Eggadala would have gotten it. Now nah, that's just me trolling. Relax. Don't come for me. I want to live to see tomorrow. <laughs> Who do I think is going to be? Honestly, I think it's going to be Chris Paul. Now, the only reason I think it's going to be Chris Paul is because with the whole story and the whole sentimental thing, and it's his first. And as long as he doesn't choke, the NBA is going to literally – it's literally Chris Paul's award to lose. The only way you could – the only – unless Devin Booker goes out and he averages 28 and, like, 28 and 7, which he's, he's capable of. He's capable of. It, is, it might be difficult for him because he might get tired. I don't know how his nose is. You know, there's still reports that his nose is still kind of bothering him some. Maybe that'll take him out of it. I don't know. But just because of the whole sentimental thing, I'm going to go with, with Chris Paul. If they give it to Devin Booker, I'm not going to be mad at all. I won't be mad at all because it's going to be them too. I mean, I mean, look, as much as I love DeAndre Ayton, he's really not in the conversation. It's going to be one of those two. Um, I would pick some for the Bucks, but the Bucks are going to lose. So I guess we'll just... Give him a participation award, you know. Congrats, you made it with a thumbs up sticker. I guess I don't, I don't know, but uh, it, it's either it's definitely it has to be no doubt. It's got to be either Chris Paul or Devin Booker. Again, I'm gonna go Paul just because of the story. But if they give it to, to Devin Booker, I ain't gonna be mad. All right, uh, so we are going to get into now our official predictions. I know everyone's been saying their little predictions throughout the show, but. This makes it official. We're going around the circle here. Sean, I'll start with you. Then we'll go to Isaiah, Riley, Chris, and then myself. So, guys, give me your official predictions and uh, uh, what the series will end up being. Uh, yeah, I got Suns and Six uh, locking in. That's how. That's what it's going to be. Uh, I think that you know the Bucks. I think they could have pushed it to seven if Giannis was at full health, and we'll we'll see how he does, even if he plays tonight or if he plays in game two, but. I just think this Suns team all around is, you know, they're they're loaded. They've been showing it all year. They they were the two seed, only losing twenty games in the regular season. Uh, their defense is really underrated. They have shooters at pretty much every position. DeAndre Ayton has really stepped up in the postseason, and Devin Booker's a bucket. Chris Paul is a great floor general. So I just think this is a really, and they're really well coached. I think that Monty Williams deserves a lot of credit for this. So I, I just think that you know they're as a team they're 
a better team than the Bucks. I think that the Bucks deserve a lot of credit for getting over the hump, getting to the finals. But I think uh, I think they're gonna have to uh, have another chance at it to get their first uh, get their first championship because I I think that the Suns are gonna win in six. Isaiah, what about you? I don't know. Now I'm having second thoughts because I want to take the Suns in six, but I feel like we're all gonna take the Suns, and I feel like the Milwaukee Bucks are gonna make our make us eat our words. Like I said earlier, I could see them winning game one because there's, like I said, I don't see them being this far off, but I just think that there's just too much firepower coming from the Suns, and they've been consistent all year. It's not like, you know, they've been one of those teams that, you know, their offense is like sputtered or disappeared from the gate. You know, they've just been going, and they continue to go. So I've got the Suns in this one in six. Not much to say there. Like I said, I could see the Bucks taking it, but I don't see it. It's a possibility, but. Riley, what about you, man? Um, I, same thing. I, I sound like I'm a casual just agreeing with you guys and just nodding my head, but, but Suns and Six. I mean, if you just look at this roster top to bottom, the Suns, unfortunately, they're just better overall. Now, if you want to say Giannis is the best player um, on the floor, that's fine. But if you think about it, after that, the next three best players are Suns. So it's going to be tough for them. Yes, yep, yep. I said it, and I'll say it one more time. Of the top four players, three of them play for the Phoenix Suns. I said it. I live it. I believe it. Like I'm sorry. You're really I, a lie, bro. And listen, go. Let's. It's fine. You think the Bucks are gonna win, so that's even a bigger lie. So we can all live in fairy tale land. You feel me? I'm good. No, 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 no. You live in different. I believe the Knicks are gonna win a championship. That's fairy tale land. That no, that's delusion. fairy tale that's land. Delusion. Is completely nah, different nah, nah, than. Nah, nah, nah. See, I'm fairy tale land. That's delusion. Like, no, no, that's not delusion. My it's team pushed the number four. You think it Chris Paul being I'm not gonna get finish your thing because you know we don't got no time. I don't want to do it. I don't do it. We gotta get a whole show. I'm gonna get you one day. I'm gonna get you one day. We're gonna have a lovely conversation. But look, I personally believe I get it. Chris never wants me on the show again. He's like, yo, get this kid out of here. Look, I genuinely believe of the top four, I think Aiden's better than Drew Holiday. I'm sorry. I'm now I'm talking about in these playoffs and what I've seen, hundred percent. I'm taking. I'm taking him, hundred percent. I'm sorry. It's just. And again, you guys are going oh, and going like that. But this is the same Drew Holiday, who if we like, he, he he he's too passive, and that's my main knock on him. Because if he was more aggressive, and there are times where okay, Chris Middleton's not getting a shot. If he was more aggressive and he pulled Chris, he said no. That's it. You're playing defense. I'm gonna take over. If I would see that. Because that's the only thing he's missing. The guy can do almost everything else. But that, just him being a little too passive, I got, I, I'm got. i knocking him for it. I don't care what anyone says. Get mad all you want. Of the four players, the four best players, three of them are going to be sons. I'm I'm going with them in six. You can get mad at me all you want. But when Chris Paul is holding up that trophy and he gets finals MVP, I want to be back on the show. And I'm going to be back for five minutes just to get a quick apology. And then I'll be on my way because I know you guys can't stand me. Now I kind of want the sons to lose. Oh, Man, <laughs> Chris, you mentioned earlier Bucks and seven. Are you sticking with that? Yeah, I'm sticking with it. I mean, again, a lot of it's contingent on Giannis's health. I mean, if Giannis, if, let's say Giannis isn't healthy for the first three to four games of this series, he has a minutes restriction and he's not able to go out and play like we know Giannis can play, then it's a whole different series. Then I got Suns in six or seven. But if Giannis is healthy enough to play 35 minutes a game, which I think he will be by the time game two comes around. I it's it's hard for me to not pick the Bucks. 
because I, I disagree with Riley. And respectfully, yo, I love having you on the show, man. Are you kidding me? This has been fun. But I just disagree. At the end of the day, I don't think Aiton is better than Drew Holiday, and I don't think he's better than Chris Middleton. And the reason for that is DeAndre Ayton doesn't create his own shot to the same extent that either of those players do. He doesn't play that great of defense. He's a he's a very solid rebounder, and he's a good he, – he gets buckets in the paint. But this is the same DeAndre Ayton that last year was getting empty stats. The guy who was basically a liability on defense because he couldn't switch and guard anyone else and a guy that couldn't get create his own shot outside of 10 feet. And that's okay. You don't need to – like you're seven feet tall and you're strong. You don't need to do that all the time. But to be in the discussion of a top four, top five player in this series, you need to be able to do that. And if – back to the main point, if Giannis is healthy, I think the Bucks. I think these are both two of the deepest teams in the league right now. I think that's why they're here at this point in the NBA Finals. They both have very deep teams. They have legit nine-man rotations. All of them can play. But it comes down to top-end firepower. And I think at the top end of each lineup, the Bucks have three guys that can get it done on any given night. And I think they have debatably a better supporting cast as well. I would say the Clippers are deeper than the Bucks, but yeah, you can go to that, yeah. I would I I can agree with that. I can agree with that. I want to disagree just because the because the Clippers. Well, kind of, but because the Clippers didn't have a formidable center for the playoffs with the exception of Zubak, and they only played him 15 minutes a game, which was stupid. But I think I think well, they were deep. Well. But if you well, got a guy well. like Terrence Mann playing 35 minutes a game, you can't be that deep. No disrespect to Terrence Mann. I, I love watching him play this but, year. He played really good. But where I have to give you some pushback, and I don't mean to be that guy, but DeAndre, you're, okay. you're saying this stuff about DeAndre Ayton, and you're saying that, oh, yeah, he can't create his own shot. Well, guess what? Chris Milton creates possessions for the other team. I mean, this guy, like DeAndre Ayton is shooting over 70%. That's what happens when you have that high of a usage rate. You make mistakes. At the end of the day, Trey the Young got Trey Young got 10 turnovers in a game. But but the mistakes he makes are like – they're, they're not mistakes. They're horrible shots where they're wide open shots that he's breaking. That my guy DeAndre Ian is shooting over 70% from the floor. It's because he's shooting everything from within five feet of the back. I mean, I guess let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Um, a 15 footer and a two footer. How much are they worth? So I don't want to hear it. I don't I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to hear different it. Different roles on the team. Look at the averages, look at the averages of every small but forward in the league. How you're right. And I listen, I want to agree with you. But look, if you if you want to make the case for Drew Holiday, I, I'll 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 concede that because I do like Drew Holiday. Like look, when you said that he was a borderline superstar, people like I I genuinely believe that people don't like that take. They don't, but I agree with you. But Chris Middleton, Chris Middleton, come on, son. I no, I I, I can't. Not that one. I I can't. Not with a guy who you're talking about. This man's a liability. Chris Middleton is worse than a liability. You need insurance because of the of the disaster this guy is, man. Like disaster. He, let me can I ask you a question. Five for twenty. Is that good shooting? All star. He's an all star, and he's In been doing this. And he's been on. and he he has been doing this for four to five. I, I years don't go now. that far in the East. Relax, but DeAndre DeAndre and the East is the no, the East timeout. The East is better than it's ever been in the past almost decade. Let's be honest. Agreed. But it's still not even Agreed, correct? Got in the West. You got this, guys. The gap, not, let me the gap is not that tremendous. Second thing. But let me ask you a question real quick before I let you go on. You, let me ask you. If you get your hold on, it's my time. It's my time. If you're an all-star, 
I'm sorry? If you get Chris Middleton, you put him in the West, is he an all-star? Depending on who's around him, yeah. You can't just say that. It depends on what team and what position you put them in. No, that's Anybody can be an all-star if they're set up in a position to be an all-star. Lucas, if you're set, it, it, the nice, reason Ben Simmons isn't good is because he's set up on a team that really isn't working for him. No, no, first, no, no that's not why. It's because it's, it's no, he's, he's not working for them. If you had traded Ben Simmons to Houston for James Harden, and you had brought James Harden there, where James Harden now is a better fit for Joel Embiid, and you have brought Ben Simmons down. You have built around Ben Simmons in and in, in uh, excuse me in Houston and put players that you know complement his play. Then you would have a different player. But you're just trying to force a situation in that's Philly. That's the issue. Not, you, when you bring up Chris Miller, best player on that team, it all depends on the situation. You can't no, just he's the third best player on that team. It best. doesn't matter. It because doesn't everybody's matter. LeBron. You can LeBron is the only player you could pop on every team and they become a guaranteed contender. He's literally the only player you could probably do that with. Maybe Chris Kawhi Middleton. Leonard. Chris Middleton is a top 20 to 25 player in the league right now. No question. Currently, no question. Yes. You're right. You're right. There, there, there's not just one question. There's multiple. Because ain't no way. He, look, man. At they, the end of the day. At the end of the day. Chris Middleton, Chris Middleton being Chris top Middleton 25. Has been putting, Chris but Middleton Chris has been putting up 25 points a game for almost. I'm sorry. I need. I've been trying to say this. Go Chris ahead, Middleton ahead. has been putting up 25 points a game. For four to five years now, he's I'm been you said he's that. been a star player in this league for four to five years now. DeAndre so Ayton has only had one star worthy caliber season so far up to this date. Oh so you cannot God. say. Okay, but this, hold on, time out, time out, time out. This is not a legacy thing. This isn't what I'm gonna. This is the conversation when I said, "Oh, Chris Paul is like top." That's not what this is. We're talking about now, so you can't just reach for last year. That oh yeah, he's been doing this for a year. I'm and not saying last. I still think right now he's, he's a better, better player. But I'm saying hold on, he has the back. The he has guy. the time to back it up. But, but DeAndre Ian doesn't have but, a lot but, to go but, off. But, but, so but, how but, can you just automatically but, after two series of a good play just be like oh he's, he's been balling all season? What are you talking about, brother? He's been balling all season. Aiden has been balling all season. So I'm not just being a revisionist. But you can't compare the two. You can't compare the two. The difference is Chris You're Middleton right, has to do a lot more flat level. offense no, than no. Aiton does. Aiton is your I'm traditional center. He plays down low. He gets his buckets in the paint. He's your he traditional center. He's not one of these He's not a go He doesn't make the extra pass. He doesn't shoot threes. He's That's not what he's there for. That's not Aiton's style of play. Chris okay. Middleton, on the other hand, he is, a, is the same dude. Y'all want to say, oh, he's yeah. He's to The whole offense has to run to him sometimes. He has more responsibility in that offense than Aiden does. Give him a sniff 15. Why is even Wait. Does he have more responsibility? Does Chris Middleton have more responsibility? No, because than they brought in Drew Yes, he does. That's where you're undisputably wrong. That's where you are undisputably wrong. Whistle, technicals, hold on. When they brought in Drew Holiday, at the end of the game, so they could give him the number one, like for him to play defense, so Drew, so Chris, Chris Middleton could just shoot. Now, that's what that's it. No, that's not why they did it. They did it because Eric Bledsoe turned into a liability. They needed no, a third no, star. No, they no, needed no, a third no, no. star to they get to the point where they're at right now, and it's not because Chris Middleton isn't good they, enough. Hold on, hold on, hold on, time out. They put him in the trade, but they weren't just looking to trade him. But they were like, "Okay, you want yes, me they to were. Were give you the Scott?" They wanted to get rid of Eric Bledsoe. I, I'm not saying that they want to get rid of Eric Bledsoe. My point is the reason they got Drew Holiday specifically was because they wanted to get a guard who was defensive. 
That's who they wanted. Because before they were calling him, who were they calling? The Celtics. And who do they want? Marcus Smart. They wanted a defensive guard who had uh, some decent size so they could have him play defense so that Chris Middleton could have less to worry about defensively and be the second scorer. That was the point. That was the point of who wait, they wait. When It they wasn't just to bring in a defender because oh, Eric Bledsoe was still an above average defender in the league. It wasn't just to bring in a defender. They wanted they, to get rid of him, and they said what we want in return is a defender. Hold they on, want, yo, in return. No, Chris, they I got you. Him, they, they brought in a defender so he could focus more on offense because what? Because he's more important to the offense. He has higher responsibility to the offense. Aiden, and the responsibility is so much. It's the same effect. They would never bring Lucas, in a defensive Lucas, center we so Aiden could focus on offense. Lucas, it would never happen. Lucas, it a was, few segments ago, everyone was saying he's inconsistent. Now all of a sudden, he's the second coming of Michael Jordan. No, nobody said that. Yo, make it one minute he's inconsistent. Now all of a sudden, yo, look, oh, man, you look at the conversation. We can see his impact on that one of the best players in the league. Yo, Lucas, Lucas, Lucas. All right, forget all right. my Chris Paul tape. Forget my Chris Paul tape. Yo, Chris Middleton, right now, top five player in the league. In the league, guys. This guy can shoot. He can defend. He could dribble. Oh my god. He, he, no, he's trying to contradict. He's trying. He's trying to put. He's trying to be funny. He's trying to be funny. About <laughs> no, be, no, because what that's what we sound like. That's what we sound like. The no. guy you just, you guys just that's, said. We he's said he's so inconsistent. inconsistent. Yes, agree. So, so that's my point. If you're throwing the Andre on a pedestal because he's had one good playoff run after one good playoff good, run. He's had a good year. This isn't a legacy award. It's who? Okay, it, when you're coming, it's a legacy award. So why are we talking about this year? We're talking if if coming into coming into this playoff series, okay, you look at the team, okay, you're asked to do something. Who asks what they're told? Like when I ask you to do something, who does what they're asked better? Period. Who's asked what they're doing? The Andre does. If you ask him, bro, Lucas, you got to get his job on. is simpler. You, it's simple. And, okay. Oh, I'm glad Grab the rebound. More easily His job is to rebound to get some boards. His job is to give you at least 18 or 20. That's his job on a finish shooting. You just make yes. 18 or 20 from eight and every night? Are you crazy? No, Come on, bro. Maybe 15 to 20. I'll give you 15 to 20. Fine. If you want to say 15 to 20, fine. Whatever. 15 to 20. Even though he has multiple, he even had multiple games where he had 20. But we're going to ignore that. They're, they're asking him 15 from 20. He not only is he giving you that on an efficient clip, but when he gets double teamed, he immediately passes the ball out. And if you look at Chris Middleton, his only job, hold on. His only job is to, yo, go be a bucket. Your job when Giannis gets a little tired, you're our bucket getter. And the man is bricking. And we talking about Paul Demick, Paul uh, Pandemic B. This dude is making it worse than him, bro. This guy's airballing wide open threes. You just said he's inconsistent. Now, all of a sudden, he's a phenomenal player. If listen, man, when if we're talking words, about inconsistency, hold on, hold on. If we're just talking about inconsistency, hold on. If we're just talking about inconsistency, hold on, hold on. If if inconsistencies do not matter, if they do not matter. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, if they do not matter, give me Lonzo Ball. Because Lonzo Ball, one day, yo, he'll go scorch you from the field, and then he'll make nothing for weeks. I'll take him then. Because guess what? At least, yo, he could shoot. He had that one game. We're going to ignore the games where he took more shots than he has points. We're going to ignore that. We're going to if you If you're going to sit there and tell me he's inconsistent, and then in the same breath go, well, guy's a baller. He, yo, he's a game changer. It's like, yo, like. You bro. can't be a game changer if you're inconsistent. Bro, bro. Paul George not a game changer. Again, again. Paul George? 
Him is Paul George not a game changer? Don't get me started on Paul George. Don't get me started on Paul George. Paul George is still a game changer. Yeah, you're right. He's a game changer because he changes your game to lose. That's what he does, bro. No, he's not. 100%. Because oh, uh, oh, the you. finals, we I would not be having you. the same conversation. Listen, I think without Paul George, uh, the Clippers wouldn't have got where they got. This they would have gotten swept. If you replace Paul, I'm going to say this right now. Replace Paul George with Kawhi there in the finals. I believe it. I'm going to say it one more time. If you replace Paul George with an injured Kawhi Leonard... <sighs> With an injury, because you, I, 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 so you know, I meant it. Replace Paul George with an injured Kawhi. Clippers in five. Oh, okay, okay, folks. And that's been the posting <laughs> of the podcast. Go um, it looks like we're done home. today. Um, that was all the topics. I don't know if you have any more topics. Um, that's been a great show. Catch us uh, Saturday. I guess we'll be back. I, this is crazy. I don't even. I, I couldn't say it any better. There you go, Zay. Thanks for wrapping us up. This is. Uh, we'll be back on Saturday, guys. Chris Ball, top five gardener ever. I, I... President of Clovercrest Media Group. And here at CMG, we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Jawing About the G-Men. And great true crime shows like Sticky Week, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Bird, The Unsolved Murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting clovercrestmedia.com.